Do you want to do the intro? And that's let's easy get, to watch there. Let's get into it, folks. Yeah. Damas y caballeros. Bienvenidos a bro, a prueba esto. Y yo soy su host. Soy yo, Philip Corral de Oro. Y conmigo, como siempre, it's Juan. Juan, la leyenda. Y por fin, hoy, por un día, repocado de simpatía, Luis Peras. Bienvenidos. Hola, hola, soy yo. Bienvenidos. Hola. Estamos aquí, como siempre. Buenos días, buenas noches y buenas tardes. Estamos aquí hablando de nuestro drama de hijos. Hey, not too bad, not too bad. Our drama is kids. Yeah. I heard trauma. Trauma? Or trauma de hijos. Bro, he changed your name to Perez. 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 You didn't pronounce that correctly in English or Spanish. <laughs> Hello, folks. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Vida y Vino on the Bro Tases. Episode 27. 27. 27. Oh, yeah. 27 Club. 27 Club. My heart rate is 82. It's been it's been bad lately. Oh, no. Why, why oh, is yeah. it so high, buddy? Oh, because I uh, I missed last week because I was out with a bad fever and a yeah. bad flu and a bad sore throat. I was uh, I really thought it was COVID, but two PCR tests later, no. So thankfully, I'm all good. There we go. Now you're just recovering, recuperating. Yeah, much more recovered. I'm feeling better day by day. I like, love spring. Spring is beautiful. Mm. I'm in a really good mood today. Yeah. I'm Seriously, the sun is out. It's it's. We know, have the we window get, open. We get to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunlight's coming in. Beautiful weather. Daylight savings time kicked in, so we actually get to enjoy it for a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. People were like, "You're gonna lose an hour of sleep," and I'm like, "Who is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose an hour of my day, maybe, but I lose an hour of sleep. What the fuck? No, no, no. No, it was beautiful. I read somewhere today that uh, 2023 next year they're making daylight savings permanent. So we're always gonna be in this in the zone. My man, they just approved that. You just read that. that you just and he goes. I read goes. that somewhere. I saw him pull it up on Reddit <laughs> as we were getting set up. <laughs> he made it seem like this you, is news. No, I read it on an incredible source somewhere. <laughs> but there's no, there already been in talks about that. I don't know. Oh. No, I, I've heard about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, people have been trying to pass it through uh, to like it's a, it's supposed to lower crime supposed to um, be safer for, pe- for people driving because there are more people driving with the daylight out. Yeah. Um, there's just supposed to be, like, all these, like, unintended or unintended consequences that go on with daylight saving times. Yeah. And they're trying to make it permanent. And I, I love the sun, bro. I'm, like, a little fucking, like, houseplant. Like, I, I, the more sunlight, the better. I thrive in the summer. Look, So I, I'm all for it, but... I prefer it too, to be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. It, it feels, just feels better. Feels yeah. like days go by faster. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's just nice, you know. And like right now, like I said, we got the window open, which is 
rare. I think it's probably the first yeah. time we've recorded with the window open. Mm-hmm. This is really nice out, and the sun is out, and we'll probably pick up some of the geese that are like traveling through. I heard it's supposed to be Beautiful. in the 60s this weekend, which 60s to us is like 90s. Oh my we'll god, we get the shorts out and yeah. Crocs come Dude, uh, uh, Wisconsin 60 is like a fucking. That's Florida 90s, baby. Yeah, yeah that's baby. what I'm thinking. That's beach weather in Florida. It's beautiful. No, I'm glad that it's uh Speaking of traveling and shit like that. Yeah, you're going oh, to Mexico shit. next week. That's right. In like two or three days, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm going Thursday. Thursday morning. It's awesome, man. Where are you going? Yeah. Uh, Guanajuato, baby. You're going to GTO? Guanajuato? Yeah. That's where my parents are from. That's where like the fucking majority of our like <laughs> counties from. Guanajuato. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place in Mexico I've been to. Is that right? Really? Yeah, I've Which only town? ever been to my parents' hometown. Uh-huh. I haven't gone back since. I've only ever gone is twice. It a, is it a big town, small town? It's a very small town. Okay. Uh, but I've only gone twice when I was much younger. So How old were you? I was five, and then I went back when I was eight. Now wow. I'm 20. Oh, you were real, real small. I'm 27 mm. now, and I've yet to go back. Damn. Damn. Ask me if I want to go back. Have you gone back to Mexico at all? No. I've You're no missing interest. out. I have no interest in going. You're missing out. I mean, I know I am, but there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to do. There's places in like this state that I have. Like I haven't gone to Green Bay. I haven't gone. <laughs> there's to nothing Do- to miss. You haven't out been over to Door there. County. I've never been to Door County. I'm oh. missing out on Door County. Door County. Yeah. You see, that's like that's up by Green Bay. But yeah. you're aware of it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aware of. There's a lot of places. There's some acceptance, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> traveling thousands of miles south of the border. Yeah, but then it's not that yeah. I'm like oh, I'm not fucking going. Yeah. Like I don't have that ah, okay. mindset, but like I like traveling. I'm gonna go to. Um, I You'll tri- get to it, right? Yeah, Sometime. I have Someday. a trip planned later this uh, this year. But it's yeah, like, you do that. That one sounds really like fucking fascinating. To be honest, yeah, I'm really. Wait, excited. Where are you going, Iceland? Uh, Ukraine. You <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I got really cheap boarding passes. There's actually a family that's gonna host me down. Where are you there. going? Oh, yeah. The they're Donbass? Like, they're like taking care of the. <laughs> I gotta take care of the house. You going to the separatist region? <laughs> the one that's seen the Dude, I saw, most fighting? I was, uh, so I went to my in-laws over the weekend. Mm. Uh, we did some uh, wedding planning and blah, 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 which was, you know, awesome because they're helping also a lot. But they had the, the news playing for grandma and there was a, a special on Primer Impacto, which means first impact in Spanish. Yeah, it's like the 60 minutes of, of like. Fun on the Univision. Yeah, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just the 60 minutes of, like, Mexican news. Yeah. And they were showing, like, a reporter out in Ukraine from Mexico. And they were highlighting, like, all the pets that were uh, being stuck behind. And there was this dude with uh, 11 or 30 cats. I'm like, I can't remember. It was one of the other. 11 or 30 cats. And he just had to stay back. Like, people were evacuating the city and, like, leaving. And he's like, I'm not leaving without my cats. Dude, what the fuck do you even? It's <sighs> fucked up, man. Yeah, if it came to me, I'd be leaving my fucking corgi right right away. <laughs> you're like, I'm leaving that guy. I'm leaving. Are you setting him free or you're just like, nah, you're dying here with the gang, I'm closing buddy. the door. You're, <laughs> letting yeah, yeah. Him, you're letting him go down with the house? Let it, oh, yeah. You're not going to give him a fighting chance out there? You know, I might have to take her for, for corgi fur. Yeah. Yeah, make some corgi nice pelt. boots out of her. There's no some fun. Uggs. I mean, but times of war. I mean, yeah. that sucks. I mean, that's commendable for the guy to stay behind for his cats. Yeah, yeah. I think it was generally Very like thirty. True. I think the number thirty sounds 
more true than the number 11 in my head because mm-hmm. that's the reason he wanted to stay back. I'd stay behind for 30. 11 cats, you know, I'll go find me 20 more cats at some yeah, refugee bro, camp. It was, it's wild. And then there was this like uh, coffee shop where they were like, people were like leaving animals because like the owners were going to stay there. So it's like, yeah. Damn. I'm, almost, I'm about to cry about bro, that. Bro, it was really sad. Yeah. But uh, what are we drinking today? <laughs> hey, folks. Woo. Today we're drinking our collection. It's a um, California red wine 2019 Cabernet. Once again, it's called the inaugural by our collection. Yeah, let's go ahead. What do we think, boys? Oh what God. color? I think it's like cherry bright red. By our collection, like what is it? The, like the Ray J collection or some shit? Our collection. Raymond? Uh, yep. Who is this? Raymond? The inaugural. Piece of shit. Dude, I, I'm I believe not, that's a winemaker. I cannot describe this wine. I have a cough drop that I've been <laughs> sucking on in order to avoid coughing on the podcast. So I'm relying on you guys entirely. Thank you. As commendable as the Ukrainian dude with the 30 cats. I wouldn't say ask him. <laughs> pretty close, though. Pretty close. I'm going to go ahead and say very juicy. Yeah, it looks very... It's, uh, it's very juicy, very fruity. Ooh, well, I, I, I wish this smells, was colder. I, think it, I mean, it's hard for you to smell, but like it's a very cherry, very Christmassy smell. Ooh. Yeah, like cherry, mm-hmm. cherry spice. Yeah, yeah, cherry plums. Almost like a cherry pie. Oh, yeah, I can see that this cherry, really cherry good. cinnamon. Son of a bitch, you're on something. Yeah. Uh oh, we didn't silence their fucking phone. And the and the the liquor taste, it's not that. Yeah, know. it's it's not a very like alcoholic taste to it. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't like make you pay for it on every sip. This They're, is actually pretty smooth going down. You see, I'm a not a big fan I'm a, of. I'm a fan of this juicy wine. Yeah. Yeah. What for you? what it is, you know, like, I'm not going to say I'm going to eat this with steak. No, no, no. No, I wouldn't do that. This is too juicy, too fruity. This is a perfect wine for a day like today. Yeah. It's 60 yeah. degrees yes. out. It's warm out. Yes. But it's, but it's the evening. You know, it's like, I yes. don't really feel like white wine. I feel it's like that golden hour uh-huh. yeah, time exactly. of the day. It's that time when you come home, take your boots off after a long day's worth of work. That's mm-hmm. right. That's you right. You just, you know. Pop you, open. You've had enough of listening Let to those the sweaty puppies dry out. <laughs> exactly. That's right. You're tired of listening to the news and the wars going yeah. on out there. You're just I'm turning everything off. Mm. And I'm just gonna listen to music from when I was fourteen. Back when life was simple. Damn right. <laughs> back when life was simple. Turn on some fucking fallout, boy. <laughs> some Blink-182. What's this going to say? Turn on your teenage angst years. Just give in to the angst. And just having wine. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Just kidding. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> Go full Bruce Wayne. You're not my father. Oh. When he said that, oh, God. I felt the teenage angst right there. I was like, take me back. Take well, me back. You can totally say that again, Master Wayne. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Um, I respected your father. Yeah, so you're going to Guanajuato then, Juan. Dude, I am. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of time in my parents, specifically my father's hometown. Because my mom is from Otates, the place that's like super That's where my familiar. parents are from, yeah. Yeah, it's familiar to a lot of people in the area. Well, my dad is from like somewhere that's a, a lot more unfamiliar to people in the area. But I don't get because, like, the majority of our cousins are still here. Mm-hmm. Um, but this other place in Guanajuato, um, it's a little bit closer to some bigger cities. Um, but, yeah, man, we're going to go to Leon. We're also going to go to, like, uh, uh, the city of Guanajuato. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I'm most excited to do that. Um, and 
like having some i don't know freedom as an adult to like go wherever the fuck you want you know i'm an, I'm, yeah, a, I'm, I'm bringing Nado. i don't know if you guys were aware. i was aware of that yeah yes. so it's, it's gonna be fun like it's gonna be really cool to see like have her meet my family over there that i haven't seen since i was 15 god so, like, damn 11 years yeah it's been a while that should be really exciting yeah is there a sense of worry though that if you like go far it's just you have more freedom now as an adult right but perhaps you're not aware of the dangerous situation the uh, climate yeah is, yeah, you know? yeah um and i i was talking to, literally talking to my older like my cousin who i have some stories about that we're gonna get to later yeah um who's over here now uh he's literally one year older than me um so like we get along super well and he's just a very I think I, I met guess. him, no? Yeah, you did. I met him at a he's, party. He's yeah, he's mm-hmm. really uh social. Mm-hmm. Um so he he's just kind of like been, I don't know, like uh, a a very good source to go to for as far as like information and shit like that goes. So I asked him like, "Yo, like can I trust like your siblings and your cousins and all that shit that like they're not going to like take me to some corner and like get my ass mugged or some yeah. shit like that?" I was like, "Do they have like a good like instinct for that shit?" Yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 you'll be fine, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, like, he kind of wrote it off a little too easily. In my, in You're my, like, mm, like, I don't yeah. know about this one. I mean, family is all in all, but... But I'm going to be, like, with my with different family members. I would never, like, be just me by myself or me with all of by ourselves in XYZ. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah, That's good. like, it, it will be with, like, our other family members who are the same age and we're, we're going to be doing shit as a group yeah. and... I'm going to be taking their lead and accepting their recommendations, you know, like that sort of thing. I will say my sister went recently to uh, the exact same area you, you're going. Leon? Yeah. Oh. yeah. She okay, went to cool, Leon. Cool. She went to uh, another city. I can't remember what it was from, but her and my younger cousin were both 21. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, they went down and they had a blast. That's like, great. There was still yeah. plenty of shit to do. And I mean, this was last year during COVID. So That's great. That's like, awesome. Yeah. They still went out there, had a good time. And they said that there was like a lot of young people. There she, is, she bro. Dude, I I will go to bat and say that like the social life and social spirit in Mexico, like, is way more alive than any sort of like community spirit we have like here. Yeah. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like, and and it's hard to to say that like without experiencing it, but like over there, even like in in a dangerous climate, bro. Like they'll have the downtown plaza of the town, like popping at like 11 p.m mm-hmm. midnight sometimes like one in the morning with like couples just taking strolls like eating little ice creams just like doing like the smallest little things like old people just out there like little old ladies smelling the flowers yeah. yeah it's like that that little like plaza square town thing it, it's kind of like a little sacred feeling there's there's just something about it that's like a little bit magical to it and then you got food vendors going late at night so you got the yeah. uh, the, the street coming to you alive essentially yeah right? it really does the street mm-hmm. comes alive it's really, really yeah cool. it, it, it's it's just really cool yeah it's a it's a cool thing to experience i remember that about when i went the most is that like bro there was like food being sold on every corner mm-hmm. that was really cool you're not gonna get hungry no, and it's like cheap as hell, man. You can see that, why Mexico yeah. is the second most obese country in the world. I thought it was the first. Oh shit! We, we I thought they're number one now. America, yeah. Oh shit! Oh. I thought it was surprised. And then we like it's like a very close horse race, you know. Like every other year, <laughs> <laughs> it goes back and forth. Yeah. yeah, we'll let it happen this time. No, but the the, the food 
market is pretty nuts down there because I've, I've I've only been to Acapulco right in Mexico yeah. City uh, to see my only <laughs> my, my grandma only, only the two biggest cities in Mexico is that Acapulco that big? Well, it's Acapulco like a is a big tourist. Yeah, city. it is a pretty big. I know yeah, that's I think true. It's one of the most well-known mm. Mexican cities, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Durang- Durango too. That's where my daddy's from. My daddy. Your dad's he, from Durango. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, and my my mom is from uh, Acapulco, from the Guerrero. Damn, your mom's from Acapulco. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Wait, that's why I'm so goddamn dark. Uh, Acapulco, <laughs> and what was the other one? You Durango. You Durango. And then what was those are both coastal, in Mexico City. What about the mm-hmm. one before that? Uh, Guerrero. My mom lives in the Guerrero area. You said like a touristy one at first. Yeah, Acapulco. Oh, okay, Acapulco. Yeah. Your grandma's yeah. also from there. Yeah. Of course. I'm and I, that, I went there in like 2015 to uh, with my Malaysian ex to, you know, to meet the family yeah. and whatnot, right? Oh, did that go? Actually pretty good, right? Uh, uh, she loved her and, you know, great time. My, well, my grandma's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll get along with anybody. And the uh, like you were saying, there's always food out there. And in the mornings, they would have like this... Bolillo, which a bolillo is like Bro, a Mexican fresh. sandwich, oh. right? It's it's like picture Italian like Italian bread, what like really long, but more like a single serving, like a size. hoagie. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like bread. a mix between a hoagie and like a, this a, crusty, beautiful, flowered yeah. Italian bread. Mm-hmm. But it's also very um, airish. Yes, yeah. like it's very light, it's fluffy, oh. and crusty. And it's, it's meant to be enjoyed either with something small or like as a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just very yeah it's it's amazing. Very Honestly, I'm ready to pop a blue chill. <laughs> I'm fucking pumped. I love bo- oh, bolillos. Bolillo? I love that. Bro, the fresh bolillo smack. The bakery in uh, Delavan, the Mexican bakery, actually sells pretty fire bolillos. Oh, dude, gonna have to check that shit out. Dude, it's actually the one that's right downtown, bro. On the dude, mm, they do bro. well. And, and like in the mornings, that's a bolillo guy would come in the morning, right? And you know, very yeah. cheap. And uh, she was Muslim, and so I was just. Porking down, you know, bro. They use lard Por- to make bolillos. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was like, you know, upset with me, but then, like, eventually she convinced me to stop because uh, she got me a dewormer. I was like, oh, you know, it's so cheap. Why couldn't I not eat this? Mm-hmm. And then it hit me. There's feral pigs running around, these big fucking oinkers, right? And they're mean looking. They're not, you know, domesticated. Wait, y'all, pigs. y'all had wild pigs in Acapulco? Oh, yeah. Where my grandma lived, like, she lived in like in a village, like, you had to take a cumbia, which is like a big minivan, to go to the touristy area, yeah. the Sea World, and all this shit, right? And uh, what's the name of that? It's not cumbia. It's something. Cum- There's a name for there, there for is, buses in mm-hmm. Mexico, and it's like cumbis or cum cum something. Yeah, it's something like yeah. that. And yeah. in the in that small village, like stray dogs were essentially stray giant pigs. Jesus. And like you put two to two together, like oh, every morning it's like new pork. Bolillos and like the only thing these wild pigs are eating is garbage because you know Mexican <laughs> people they don't give a shit at least where my where my grandma was the, the styrofoam yeah. everything is styrofoam down there which is so bad I do not like that bro they the recent like president changed a lot of um good <laughs> a lot of like put in place a lot of environmental shit he also stopped selling sodas at some places too yeah I saw that uh, but uh yeah no and then she bought me dewormer medicine. Yeah, so I couldn't find like, the word for the bus. I couldn't find it. Okay. And I was, uh, I, I didn't believe her. She's like, you know, if you poop, you're going to have worms in there. Because, like, I've just been porking down. She's Muslim. I was like, oh, that's Muslim propaganda. You don't know what you're talking about. Dude, this here. guy was over here, like, ready a to, fucking Breitbart. Ready to bat. <laughs> and then, Breitbart head page, and you were still dating her? And then, I, well, I compromised when I got back. I was like, you know yeah. what? You are right. Pork is bad. 
you know, if especially under, I don't want to get into this, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's an evil business, doggy. But, but I bought dewormer medicine. I took a poop. And sure enough, little white gusanos. In oh, my, poop, my God. In my poop. And I was like, oh, my fuck. Stop. I stopped eating. What was food. the consistency of your stool? Don't, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like, so, like, if you go to, I highly recommend getting dewormer medicine. And, and and medicine or like the pharmacies are so cheap. How yeah. do you know that you didn't have that shit over here and like you, you brought it down there with you? You uh, could you could have like just taken dewormer up here and you would have had the same result. No, no, I tr- I trust I trust Wendy's. All right, I, I trust the, the yeah. That's 100% a good point. Maybe yeah, you're maybe right. You were having it yeah, you're year. right. I trust the thirteen year olds making that. Hell yeah, yeah. Just go and if you if you're ever wondering, just go go to CVS, get yourself dewormer. It's there, and you'll you'll face the truth, the harsh reality. Oh man, uh-huh. that's rough. What if all you have is like dog dewormer, like Joe Rogan? Ivermectin? That's horse dewormer. Yeah, no, but like, you know, like what that's if, good for COVID. Yeah, but I'm not talking about COVID <laughs> right now. I'm talking about you know, like as uh, worms in our poop. If you have dog dewormer, you know? yeah. <laughs> like I all think, you got I is think, heart guard. I think you should be fine. Yeah, no. It, what it, about the thirty to Forty pound dose. How you many know, of those do you think you should probably? I think probably like three of those. Yeah, right. But I wouldn't. I'd eat it with food. I'd probably okay. put it in a smoothie. That's or smart. That's smart. Yeah, that yeah, way you can't be stupid about it. You know, no. it's still medication. Got to take it seriously. Yeah, don't yeah. be dumb. Yeah. It's like taking vitamins. You yeah. never take vitamins yeah. on empty stomach. And it's good for your stool. Bro, tell me why. I tried intermittent fasting. And then taking vitamins. Taking vitamins. Would you fucking pass out? I I kept puking at work <laughs> within like an hour of getting there. Like how many three days times in this? one week, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, well, I'm a, I must have caught a bug. Yeah, like what the fuck is going? On? It, it, it took a while. It took uh, longer. Wait, how many vitamins were you taking? Like, Dude, enough, honestly, enough to make it a problem? No, it was just one. That was like a a multivitamin that was like pretty fucking strong. It was pretty fucking strong. No food, Bro. no water, no coffee. Ro- like you know, Roman. Yeah, yeah, like they have uh, like a men's health like multi. Yeah, they do. I took that shit, and I think it's like it has maca root or something. Yeah, it's supposed to be like good for men's testosterone or some shit. And well, maca root is. And I I also read that it makes people like dizzy and nauseous and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I I was one of those motherfuckers, bro. Like, it, I kept saying no, no, no like it's just in my head, like. No, it's it's all like it's all in my head. Like yeah. I kept trying to convince myself anything, you know. Day after day, no, it would make me nauseous and sick, and Damn, I'd be up is... there driving a forklift, and be like, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> God damn! I was taking a. Go ahead, Phil. I was to say, did you stop taking that? Yeah. All right. All right. What were you gonna say? I was taking a uh, vitamin D three, um, just for you know general vitamin D uh, intake, and it kept giving me just a massive, massive headache like insanely and i'm like this can't be right i was the same way i'm like either something something's up with my body or like maybe it's the pill company but then i looked it up and it turns out if you have low magnesium taking vitamin d and vitamin d3 in general will give you a massive headache so i started taking magnesium with my d3 headache went away well i just take them both at the same time and i'm just like i'm fine found a cheat code Mm. yeah that's biohacking right there. That's right. Yeah, bro. Damn. Damn. You, you need to send your ass to Ukraine. You need to work <laughs> for the United States. Well, dr- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Give those soldiers magnesium and D3. Yeah, but that's all you guys need. Get out there, boys. <laughs> Get out there. 
Go fight for your fucking land. Go win this one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I've uh, I've only ever been to Guanajuato. I haven't been to yeah. Tell us Mexico about like, City. your experiences down there while you when you were that young. I was. I think I. That's why I kind of like the fact that I went so young because it's like the memory I have is like preserved, mm. and it's like a special time capsule. Like I went the first time I went with my parents, and we all went as a family. And then they were like, all right, we're going to go back for work. And I think at the time I was like, I think I stayed for another week with just my grandparents because that was the first time they ever saw me. Yeah. Um, and at the time they weren't residents. So I stayed down there for another week with my brother who was turned three down there and my older cousin who was two and a half years older than me. So we were like perfect aged where like we would just go out with grandma every single day. And then both of my grandmas were down there from both sides. So they would like literally take turns taking care of us. And like my oh, yeah. grandmother who lives here in Alcorn now, like she would literally walk us like all the way, like wherever we wanted. She would like take us out to eat. And like um, that was really, really fun. That That's was sick. awesome. Yeah. But like being that young and just like being like, I don't have to go to school. I don't have to do shit. Like this is great. Yeah, it it's, was. It's a very like carefree feeling over there, right? Yo, it was amazing. It was so carefree that like the stuff that I was doing, I didn't realize were bad. Like, uh, <laughs> I remember I, I went through an entire box of matches, like not like a yeah. small box, like the oh the, the shoe ones, size the 500 looking one. ones. Yeah, oh. I went through and I would just make a pile, and I did this on uh, my grandmother's like stairstep. a little firework. Oh, yeah, because they would, you know, like over there, it's a little different each place you go to. But it's like more like the infrastructure is more metal, like con- like concrete steps. Yeah, and like, you know, yeah, exactly. It was concrete steps. Mm-hmm. And so I would just like light one and put it there and I'd light the next one and put it there and light the next one and put it there until I was done with the box. I bet you that fucking stain. Oh, yeah, my grandmother oh, was. And I did it twice. <laughs> she was so mad. And then the next time I, I did it, literally the next day, I found another box. And I just went through <laughs> and fucking cleaned the box out. And then my grandmother was like, can you stop doing that? She's like, I cleaned it yesterday. And I would have to clean it here again today. She was fucking pissed. I bet you. I bet when that donkey kicked you, they were like, no sympathy. Like, oh, oh no, like he, he, he kind of deserved it. Like, Dude, I was I was bad down there. So I had some bad karma. I was smoking cigarettes on a regular. It's so available, like legit. Don, you were smoking cigarettes at five years old. Like, Why? Because I could. Mm-hmm. Why else? I, when I went to Durango with my dad around like eight or something, right? Offered offer cigarettes from like this dude with a donkey, like yeah. a, like a. Traveler essentially like oh like these like cheap like yeah. Mexican looking like cigarettes like oh you know like, mm. first one's free like here you know kind of a thing for real you just handed you one mm-hmm. I didn't smoke it because like when I turned eighteen I still don't know how to smoke like cigarettes I I got made fun of I tried get, I tried to become you know cool a cigarette guy yeah and then like everyone's just like you're smoking it wrong like I'd, how would you smoke it I'd kiss it <laughs> you do. <laughs> And like you need to suck it like it's a straw. <laughs> Pretend it's a shake. And it's like, all right, I'm doing it. And it's like, no, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're sucking it wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah, for real. You didn't know how to smoke a cigarette. No. That's so funny. Oh my That's god. That's a in 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 peck in. Uh huh. Intuitive. There we go. Impeccative. <laughs> Impeccative of my uh my character, I guess. That's really. Funny. I don't even know I what the fuck word you're going for. Impeccative. What the fuck is that? 
Yeah, folks, uh, today's show is sponsored <laughs> by the the Raymond wine, the uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> Are you going to try any uh, Mexican wines out there? If I find it. If Hell not, yeah. I know I'm going to go to Tequilerias and like a spirit tasting. Yeah. Oh, I'm that'd gonna be go to those. sick, dude. I'm going to go to those. Ta- and my, my fo- I finally have a phone that's like worthy of taking a picture or two. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a few. You Only know? took you 12 years. <laughs> yeah. And everywhere's got Wi-Fi now. So that's just even much more baller. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to. But just, yeah, taking live photos, you'll be able to. That'd be, yeah. sc- that'd be sweet. Yeah, that is true. I, one thing that, not, like, since we're talking about, like, Mexico stories and all that shit. Hell yeah. Arriba. And since you, you know my cousin. Well, I met him briefly. Yeah, you're right. I met him you at a met, party. Since you met my cousin, that was a, a weird wording on my. Yeah, part. you know my cousin. I, yeah, you I, know my cousin. You know Vinny. It Vinny. was weird how I met him too. I was uh, just at a party. I was Is just that weird? This no. Natural. It was just like I can't even remember what he said or how he said it. But he's like, "Oh, do you know my cousin Juan Barbosa?" <laughs> and I was like, "I do know him." He's like, "Oh yeah, I live with him." Blah blah blah. I think he was staying yeah. with you at the time and. Then I was like, yeah, he's, he's he's a cool guy. And then at the time he was like, yeah, I'm like, does he drink that much? He's like, no, he doesn't really drink. And I'm like, and but then I, it was either me or him, but I was like, yeah, but he smokes like a fucking chimney. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only conversation I've ever had with him. Yeah. No, I guess the reason I was bringing him up, bro, was because when I went to Mexico, um, he's the one that I spent the most amount of time with. Mm-hmm. Your cousin Vinny, like. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like the movie? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, mean, <laughs> I was just throwing the name out That's there. That's comedy, fuck around, right, comedy right there, doggy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, when I, last time I was out there, uh, it was around Christmas time. And we were hanging out, like, with his, like, group of friends. Let's say, like, eight guys and, like, five girls. And we're all, like, in a car um at at their place we're 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 getting drinks like it's christmas this and that and there's this this guy who shows up who's a part of the group who's this like 14 year old and his name is also juan mm-hmm. right and and he's just ha- he's, he's like, 14 yeah yeah how old were you at the time i was like i was like 15 oh so yeah. you guys were all around the same yeah and, the same and he was like 16 or 17 my cousin yeah um so we were all very similar like in ages um but point is like uh, we we end up going to Juan's house, like the little fourteen year old. Yeah, and he's he's telling us, yeah, but like, I'm uh, he's bro. Like at one point, he got like too drunk, and I mean he's fourteen. He's gonna get there very fast. Yeah. too fast, right? And he starts crying, Aww. and he starts telling us, oh, my parents are getting a divorce, man. This is that, and like. We're sitting outside in his garage, about to go inside, and and I don't know what happened, but my cousin got ahead of us. Dude, my cousin and the mom ended up hooking up. What? I, I kid you is not. This, is this something we, we, we cut from? the? From no, no, no. This is all good. <laughs> Wait, what? I kid you not. My cousin, who's 17, was with this, like, 14-year-old's mom. Who was getting a divorce? Who's crying, <laughs> like, and then he's just like, my cousin like comes outside and hand us a key, and he hands us a key to his mom, like Juan's mom's uh, VW Bug. He's like, "Yo, she said it's good. Go take it. Go get some more beers." <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, Fonzo," which is his like right hand man, like yeah. he's like, Damn. his guy. 
He's like, yeah, go go get go get some from this place, and then he's like, give me an hour. <laughs> oh and my that, god, that shit went down, dude. I mean, were they aware what was going down? Like, oh yeah, Juan started crying harder. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he started crying harder. He's like, I let these guys over to my house. <laughs> I let them drink here, and this is what this guy does, dude. That's so fucked up. I'm surprised <laughs> he hasn't gone to a Walmart and shot something up. I had. <laughs> They don't have they, guns they, in Walmart oh, in Mexico. Damn, that's fucked up. Sinaloa. Yeah, it, it was a it was a fun time. Damn, fun bro. time. I got beat what? up when I was down there. Did you? Yeah. Damn. But like other I kids. Got, yeah, oh. we did a Fight Club. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, there was one night I was like hanging out with this one kid, and he was cool, mm. but he had an older brother who was like a dick, and like the young kid was like you know. He was pretty cool. Yeah, he was pretty cool. But we were also only like eight at the time. Mm-hmm. And then his older brother must have been like 12, 14, like, <laughs> like significantly older than us. And we we're hanging out. I was hanging out with the younger brother, like by myself. And I went far, like from where my uh, grandpa lives. I went far out, probably like, you know, 15, 20 minutes of walking. Oof. And we're in this like corner and like we're around these like older people and they're like drinking and smoking. And I'm just like chilling, you know, like. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, can, you know, can we finish this up so I can go back home? And suddenly they start like p- pitting kids to fight against each other. The adults were? Not the adults. Oh, Everybody okay. was like a big, teenager. Okay, okay. Big brother stuff. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, all right, you're going to fight this kid. And they had me sizing fight. you guys up. Weight yeah, classes. literally. And then they. I, hey, at least they were fair about it. <laughs> <laughs> I fought this kid who was like 14. Hey, they did weight classes, though. And dude, we <laughs> <laughs> You can't say you didn't get a fair shot, you know? That's you true. guys were close in weight, but not yeah. in age. <laughs> dude, in, in my head I was like, I got the, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> dude, this guy rocked my shit. <laughs> like punched the fuck out of me. I started crying and I left. But I left and I didn't know where like the house was. I don't know like, where to go. I was so far. And as I'm crying walking back, my grandpa's walking back and he like sees me. And he's oh, like, hell yeah. and you know he he sees. That's a guardian angel, right? There. Dude, he was looking for me because like I had been out for so long, and he finally finds he's like, me. Where did this fucking kid <laughs> sees me crying? He's like, "What happened?" I was like, "They beat me up." He's like, "Why are you going out here so far?" And finally, like we get back, and he's like, "You shouldn't be leaving this far this late anyway." I learned my fucking lesson. Damn, you just getting beat the hell up, though. Dude, me. I got rocked. I had my fucking head against the wall. Yo, give us a fight breakdown, though. If I break down, I remember this kid just looking at me and his hands were up by his face. So he had that pose, right? Dude, he was like out there with a good pose. And Bro, these kids do form. this shit every week. All right, it was my rookie, it was my rookie debut. <laughs> and he has years on him too. Yeah, he had a couple years. Dude, yeah. this kid, imagine a fight a week for another six years. Dude, he was probably like 13 and five. Oh, dude, 13, Easily. bro. It's probably 98 and five. <laughs> <laughs> this kid was a, this kid is a pro. You gotta have you gotta make fun somehow, bro. Tell me why while I was down there, mm. I went to like a, a dance, and you you might know this dude at the time he was on the come up, but now he's or now he's basically a has been. But his name was El Commander. No, he, he's just this like narco corrido dude. Um, so corrido? it's just like very. It's a very hyper masculine crowd, right? With mm. a lot of young dudes who are like looking to start issues and shit like that. And while I was down there, um, I was just, we were literally, it was just me and my cousin enjoying the fucking music. And one of his friends who he supposedly knows, and he's not even that close of a friend, he fucking told me. 
And he just looks at he just looks at me. He's like, "Yo, if anybody starts any issues with me, he lifts his shirt up. He has like a fucking ten inch blade in there. He's like, "Yo, you let me know." I'm like, "Bro, we just fucking met. <laughs> you're gonna sacrifice you're gonna do your that life shit for, for me? me. Like, get the fuck out of here. Now yeah. I don't even feel safe around you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should have shown me that because now I'm like, wait, who did you say that about? <laughs> what if you said somebody else and he points to you and he's like?" He's like, that guy's yeah. giving me trouble right there. You can get a little savage down there, dude. Dude. Hey, but that's like the ultimate, like, you know, you don't even got to say a word. Just lift your shirt hey, up and like, yeah. oh, here. Hey, you know house. the code. You, yeah. you, dude, I was like 15. I, I don't have any life experience. And I knew what the shit, what the fuck that meant. You know, like, you don't <laughs> need any life experience to know that. Exactly. Signal. To be like, hey, damn, dude. See, I, I've been very that's fortunate. That's a brother for life. That I haven't, like, had a... a or a brother who's gonna get life, a rough encounter like being beat up, or mm-hmm. you never got one of those over there. No, the only time that I've ever had a uh, an encounter situation like that was with the airport. I took a, a international flight, of course, you know, from America to Mexico, mm-hmm. right? Uh, from L.A. to Mexico City, and uh, I took I rode Spirit from O'Hare to L.A. first, and uh, Spirit lost my fucking luggage, so. My huge duffel bag. I'm wearing this old Blink-182 shirt and my gym shorts from football. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the spirit to open up in the morning because my flight to leave for Mexico is at 11. And they don't open the fucking doors until 10. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You got to board two hours, though, right? Yeah. For international flights. So like, please come here. Please. And then I talked to a representative. She's like, yeah, we can't do anything until the guy with the key shows up. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, we're going to have to take your name and all this stuff. When you get back from your flight, we'll have it here. I I went to Mexico City with just literally the clothes on my back. And then we went to uh, uh, the big mall. There's a big mall down there. Yeah. Oh, the subways are... For some reason, the subways are so much easier to traverse. In Mexico? Yeah. There. They have really good public uh, transportation. transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just went out there and just bought like, a bunch of like cheap, Fabric clothing and all this stuff, bro. They they can fucking make you look good on a budget though. Oh yeah, oh, you can yeah. honestly look good on a budget in Mexico. That's that look will last two washes. Like, but, let's be honest, but it'll last you your Mexico trip. Yeah, especially when yeah. spirit fucks you over when you had no yeah. other clothes, nothing, just this raggedy Blink One Eighty Two shirt and but. gym shorts, and that's all you had. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. Yeah, got fucked. But then I got spirit. there and went shopping and all that stuff and came back and gave him a, a mouthful. Yeah. Why did you say that that was like the place where you almost got into a fight, though? Oh, with airlines. Oh, with the airline? <laughs> you were going to fight an airline guy. Could you imagine? Let me in. You know how much fucking luggage that spirit airline use, uh, loses? Oh, probably daily. Dude, I've seen the way they fucking load that shit. They mm-hmm. like toss that motherfucker. They're in there. throwing it like it's a world wrestling competition. Yeah, <laughs> like it's strongest man. They're auditioning for the Olympics. Yeah, they're just fucking. Oh no, no. The shop, the National American shop hook coach is in that flight right over there. Just chucking it. Hey, Jimmy, watch this one. <laughs> just throws it over his shoulders. Oh, that was good air, man. What was that? Five yards. <laughs> no, bro, it's dangerous down there. That's the other reason I don't want to go. Especially um, now. Bro, I don't trust anybody. With fentanyl? This past, like, four years, fentanyl's been really rampant. Yeah. Sino- the Sinaloa cartel. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, I mean, like, even for, like, with the Live Lake and, like, Vine and all that stuff, 
the cartels is going crazy on TikTok and sh- like you know any social media, they'll get there and they'll recruit people and they'll put their stuff out there, and yeah. yeah. So like just the political climate and the social climate on there is just very very scary. But the culture is really beautiful, right? Yeah, the culture is beautiful. I mean, I'm very proud to be Mexican. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy that it's in my culture. I do want to go back more. I just, you know, there's no reason for me to go down there. I got no family down there. I would definitely recommend, if you do go back, go to Mexico City. They I would a, like to go to a bigger city. They have a beautiful uh, museum there, which is rich in history, right? Mm-hmm. It's like right in the like the main, I don't remember what it's called. But right outside the, the museum is like this giant park. It's like the central park in Mexico City, mm-hmm. right? Vendors, uh, they have the uh, Maco. Oh, fuck, what's that drink called? They put the Manchilado or ma- Chamoy, Ch- Michelada, Michelada, yeah, something like that. It's mm-hmm. like they, they put alcohol in it. And Damn, I might have Chimoy. to go get one after. And it's so cheap, and everyone's drinking it outside. Public intoc- intoxication is so cool out there. Oh, yeah, it's you so just, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just drink on the street. Yeah, it's the passion in ourselves. Yeah, they, they sell cigarettes to kids, and you can drink on the street. This might be the Wisconsinite in me. But they're doing that right. What? <laughs> That's our issue that we don't fucking allow somebody to drink a beer at the park. You can in Wisconsin if you go. Oh, oh okay, no, okay, you no, can't. no, no. At no, the park, can't. no. But if you go to a bar or a restaurant, legal. there's that rule, isn't there? Dude, that shit's a thing in Germany and France. Like people will go and have picnics at the park and drink a bottle of wine. That is a thing yeah. in Germany. Like, they're allowed to be fucking adults and like. The socialist utopia of Europe, you know. But like, I mean, to be fair to the German people, they, I mean, are responsible for. Hey, folks! Welcome to another exciting episode of Yeah. But I mean, they have to drink. You know what I mean? From the public transportation is just a lot more easily, mm-hmm. as opposed to here, where it's like, well, we have to drive. Yeah, it's very much like it's on you. <laughs> the most like, that's the culture you're like the most figure it out <laughs> the <laughs> most fucking re- hitchhike if you have to the most recent time i went down to chicago i saw somebody drink a tall boy not finish it <laughs> and then just throw it on the street hell yeah <laughs> like double-handed it was cold outside and he just like tossed that shit yeah in front of a hotel that's the windy city i i, I know and love and that's like yeah that's why i'm here mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why i'm here literally drinking it and then he had enough and then just chucked it and just right, just I'm like, clearly a car is gonna hit that. Like it's a full fucking beer. Oh, was it glass? No, but oh, it was a tall boy. A, it was a tall boy can. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> in front of a hotel of all places too. What would Lori Lightfoot think about that? Her and her I'll, big penis. <laughs> the largest penis dick. in Chicago. <laughs> I don't know. She probably wouldn't be happy about that. Mm-hmm. She, she's a character. But uh, fucking dude, the guy probably did it right in front of like the the gay club she goes to. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, she, she she is lesbian, right? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that. The she's... mayor of Chicago is lesbian. Yeah, she's got a partner, and that's very. Are you joking right now? Luis? I'm not joking at all. Okay. She uh, <laughs> she's known for fedoras and all that stuff, and yeah, the police a, really I hate her. Not seen <laughs> one picture of her. Really fucking hate her guts. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know what her. The Chicago police are like borderline fascists. So. Oh yeah, like, you remember the uh, back like when they, they have the, their own ethnic group, like sub police groups. When like George the Polish Italian Chicago group, oh, that's Italian. Every, that's Chicago every police group. department. They got their own the Irish Italian Chicago. The Irish police are very yeah. mean. But back when George Floyd got. You know, uh, m- murdered by the uh, Minneapolis Police Department. Uh, there was protests all over the place, right? And Chicago had a protest and big protest. Yeah, and Lori, the mayor, and like other constituents, like hid in their office while the police were like 
what do we do? <laughs> she just barricaded herself in. So a lot of the police department don't like her, but I like her because she's a meme. The most recent time I went, there was still like boards up saying like Black Lives Matter. Like still, like two years later, there was still up. It just shows like how hard it hit that city. Which, you know, Black Lives obviously do matter mm-hmm. more than any other. Let's just get that out there. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't have to be February to say that. No, it doesn't no. have to be February. Luis is taking a hotep angle. Hotep? <laughs> like black supremacists. Oh, oh the... Uh, My black brothers and sisters. The Honorable Luis Perez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You guys didn't know uh, Luis was uh, Luis Farrakhan's uh, <laughs> long lost... Uh, His protege yeah. in the making. I, uh, I saw somebody this weekend with a Martin Luther King Jr. wallet. Like they were, it was a leather wallet, and it was stamped on their wallet, like etched in. It was fucking legit. Yeah, I don't know why I take more offense. Is it like uh, his face? Yeah, his face. The name. Okay. Yeah, but it was like you know, I mean, his face is so iconic and beautiful that you know. I don't know if I have a uh, take offense to the fact that they're using the iconic face of the uh, honorable Martin Luther King for commercial property uses, or the fact they're using Jesus Christ. As commercial property uses, They're what are bo- they using Jesus Christ for? Oh, I mean, I mean, our culture is the most like Mexicans, bro, are like, most guilty uh, of that. Are we gonna say they don't? Dude, I watched an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe. Oh, going back to the Mexico stories, uh-huh. dude, that show smacks. Dude, soap opera back then was softcore porn. Episode of Did La you? Rosa de Guadalupe. Oh. Dude, I was at my in-laws and like Grandma was watching it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna ask her to take it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just but like I'll partake. Yeah, it was this little girl had diabetes. I'm culture. Oh, I'll go around him. <laughs> There's a little girl with diabetes. Yeah, it was a little. She was like 11 with diabetes. And suddenly she prays to the Virgin Mary, and her white flower gains color the next day, and she's cured. And then there was like air blown, like in every episode. Yeah, that golden light. Exactly. The music, the jingle breaks on, oh, and, you, and you know the miracle is happening. And there's you a know. bad guy with a thick mustache comes around. Have you guys experienced any miracles? There's like two that come to mind that I'm like. That shit's fucked up. Like, what just happened? I've experienced, oh. like, the opposite of miracles. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying stuff that you're like, what I've seen scary hell? shit. I haven't had, like, what cool What scary stuff. shit have you seen? I saw, like, the fucking Mano Peluda, way. What's the, the Mano, Mano Peluda? Peluda? Oh, fuck that. You La Casa de Juan? Like Jose? La Casa de Jose? La, La you Mano know what Peluda? La Llorona is, right? Yes. I, I saw that, and I told you that story already. But I also, when I was younger, like, I must have been, like, seven. And, um, yeah, I was just sleeping. And I I woke up in, like, the middle of the night. And I looked towards my brother's um, area in the room where he was sleeping. Yeah. And out of the shadow comes, like, this green goblin hand with, like, black spikes, like, kind of coming out of it. And it's just like reaching very menacingly at my brother's like face and i was i was just like you had, you know, per- like I had paralysis i had paralysis mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't like fathom that until i i just like woke woke him up and threw something or something and and the thing like scoured back into the shadows but I, it, it was very vivid it, it it's literally one of like my most vivid memories it was of that time dream. of my age like i i don't know like you know me, like I don't believe in that shit, but like I experienced that, and yeah, so it was not a dream. It's like yeah. DMT, because when people do DMT, they see like, oh, I see the green fairies, right? But when people experience sleep paralysis, there's always that element of like, 
this creature or this hand or this like skinny this rakey shadowy thing. figure yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very common thing yeah i mean that's the opposite of a miracle that is the opposite of a miracle. that is quite opposite of the miracle mm-hmm. hey you guys asked i, was I mean, I, I mean I, I, the only miracle that i can think of i don't know if this is gonna be too tmi for for no, the pod, not at all but like on my 24th birthday you know at the height of the lot of the pandemic mm-hmm. you know you wished away herpes no, uh, I had a growth spurt. Like my what? My how is that a miracle? I don't. I don't know if this is gonna be like uh, too. too oh hard, my! But God. like Just my dick grew. Like, <laughs> and I, like I spent the whole day with my hand in my penis. Just like this, Measuring something it? something's different. <laughs> like, have I been eating better? Or is like it's my diet cleaner? Like. No, no, it was on my birthday. I was like, not right. your height, nothing else. No, and I was like, all right. It was overnight. The fact that on my birthday, You're like, I was is like, this dad dick? <laughs> <laughs> is this what they call dad dick? This is a fully, finally completed dad bod. <laughs> the last stage of dad bod. This is your fully formed dad bod. <laughs> but like, I spent the whole day on my birthday. So just jerking off. Just. Not even. I was just admiring it. <laughs> a, yeah, for real. Just looking at it right, right in its eye. For real, right in its single cyclops eye, eating clean. That is funny. Yeah, maybe it was just eating clean. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And that's why we're big. That's probably all the soy milk you were drinking. No, 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 no. Almond milk. I was fucking with almond milk almond. and ghee butter. Ghee butter is really good. Apple vinegar. You you mentioned apple that before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple cider vinegar is yeah, really yeah, good yeah. for you. So I mean, I guess that's the only miracle I can think of. <laughs> Yo, like, that that's that's a that's miracle. That's a miracle. Oh, that's yeah. a miracle. But that's a common thing. You know, a lot of guys hit their growth spurt, you know. The second stage, second wave. That or all the other guys I spoke to fucking lied to me. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, dude, that's co- that's totally common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's common at all. False reassurance. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, <you're> <laughs> oh my god. What about you, Luis? What was your miracle, buddy? Well, a couple weeks ago, I swear to God. I grabbed a fork and I went back to my desk and it was a spoon. I remember I grabbed the fork out of my work bucket. I can't be laying down dick stories. You're going to come up with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, story. my guy. What? what the hell? No, this is the <laughs> most very recent anticlimactic. One. <laughs> this is the most recent one. The other one is like, well, that's creepy. But the f- so I I was at work. I We have utensils, plastic utensils. And I swear to God, I looked at it and it was a fucking fork. Like there was no spoons in this fucking bucket. And there was like 10 forks. So I grabbed the fork. I walked back to my desk. And when I go to, I'm like, I'm going to have to eat my yogurt with a, with a fork, <laughs> which I've done before. You know, I've done it a couple of times. Sometimes you struggle. And then I crack open the yogurt and in my hands, a spoon. And I was like, God is real. <laughs> I was so freaked out. Didn't even eat the yogurt. I threw the whole thing away. <laughs> I was so freaked out. Because I remember looking at the bucket and being like, fuck. Like, not a single spoon. Really creepy. But. All right, all right. If rewind. we're counting shit wait, like that as miracles, I got I got a story too. Wait, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. That's a good you. story. That's a common tale of, like, Jesus, like, you're drowning. The, I, I thought we had a higher in. bar for miracles. I didn't know. How that, is that not a miracle? I didn't I know that short-term memory loss was going to qualify as, as a, a miracle. My bad, my bad. <laughs> No, there was when I rewind back to when I was uh, eleven or twelve, and I was like really hardcore atheist. And in my shed, there was this uh, big like, um, why don't you call it? It's it's not a blanket, but it's like a like a tarp per se. 
but it had like the Jesus Christ and a, a Virgin Mary on like on half and half. Oh, like a quilt. Yeah, it was a quilt. There we go. That's a perfect way to describe it. Hell yeah. And like I said, this was when I was like my hardcore atheist phase of like, fuck God, oh, nothing, no. nothing exists. I'm in, you know, I'm the fucking devil. And my parents were like, go into that fucking shed and clean the mess you made. Because I had to like pour salt out everywhere. And I made a mess all over the shed itself. And I'm sweeping up. I'm cleaning. And after I sweep it out, I turn around and it's all still right there. And I, when I walked in there, I remember saying like, fuck God, fuck my parents, fuck everything. I swept the whole thing, turn around and it's a mess again. And I'm like, that's really weird. And I do it again and I turn around and it's untouched again and then i remember just looking at the fucking quilt and like the two eyes of both people were looking right at me and then i was like i'm getting the fuck out of this (laughs) shit (laughs) i'm gonna clean this shit later and i fucking closed that thing put the lock on it i went back inside they're like did you clean and i'm like yes sir (laughs) like it's a fucking mess in there just don't go in there for an hour i was so fucking creeped out I swear to God, I fucking cleaned this thing twice, and both because you're sweeping all the salts out. Yeah. It's not like it's like leaving any. Yeah. And I turned around and dude, I'm fucking. It was. Was there like a I'm draft goosebumps. No, dude, it's oh. it's a little shed. It's like where you put like your you know yard tools in your shit, and that's where we kept the salt. That's nice. It's like the salt was pouring out, like the salt was already up, and like yeah, I turned around and I'm like literally the two eyes. I remember the two eyes of like Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ is looking at me like. Yeah, I said, fuck us again, bitch. Say that shit one more time. Yeah, that was really creepy. Jeez. That's more like an omen than a miracle. Like, yeah, that was Listen like to weird. us, you're yeah. fucked. <laughs> that, again, sounds more like on the opposite side of a miracle. You got a miracle? like? Uh, yeah, you ever go for a fork and you get a spoon? See, I, along those lines, <laughs> I, I got a miracle. I'll even say it, it feels like even slightly more significant. But... um. Like I thought I got my fiance pregnant. Like when I w- right I around. I have my second miracle. <laughs> not not the fiance, no, 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 but not that, not that. Plan but, B. <laughs> <laughs> or when I right when I first got my license or so, um, I had an incident um where I spun out in the snow out on a country road, and I just ended up on the side of the, of the road on a ditch, um, and I like told a cop like a deer went by or some shit like that. Oh, and you and, got- and this was like. This dude's like first week where I could like tell like enough people haven't lied to him yet. Yeah. Where he's still like fresh. He still gives people the benefit of the doubt. Still naive enough. Yeah. And and he just believed me. And he just chilled there waiting for the tow truck to pull me out and never got a ticket or nothing. He's just that's my little minor miracle right there. That's a minor miracle. That's my man, the, you, for, you, you forgot about a fork. <laughs> That's you breaking the law. Yeah, that's you breaking the law and getting away with it. I've done that. You forgot about a fork. I saw no spoon. (laughs) Dude, I almost got George Floyd. You don't understand. I almost got George Floyd at a different time. So probably like three times in my life, I've almost ended up as someone worthy of a protest. And <laughs> I'm just saying, I like, feel like you get- there's probably been like three times in my life, legit, where that shit, I, it's, it, there's been a line and the cops were very close to maybe wanting to cross it. There's level of degrees to and, implement a protest. Yes. So me having lived through those experiences and then living with this guy, just being given the benefit of the doubt oh, is you a miracle, saw a my Okay. I all, can I be honest? All my experiences with cops been fine. Yeah, I've had I've had no bad. 
Like I've yeah. I've gone off road once. Like I crashed my car once. All experiences pretty decent yeah. with cops. Yeah. No, I, I, re- I remember being a dishwasher in Fontana, age 15. Oh, you told me this. And I was literally waiting for my ride in front of the beach. And like a deputy, Mr. Giant Dick Magoo comes around. He's like, yo, are you guys loitering? What the fuck are you doing here? This and that. And you're waiting for your we're ride? Like, we're waiting for our fucking ride, dude. We're literally wearing chef pants, striped yeah. chef pants and caps. And it says Gordy's. It's right across the street. It's like, well, if I was a chief right now, I would give you a ticket, this and that. I've had like 10 experiences. Well, I haven't like had any of those. No. And, and really courteous. Really <laughs> <laughs> <Nearly> courteous. <laughs> uh, I haven't been profiled yet. So. No, I've never been gotten profiled. I'm happy for it. So you got any issues? I'm like, mm-mm. Nope. I'll keep paying your, I'll keep paying your salary. No issues here. <laughs> oh, man. Our taxes pay them. Should we uh, wrap this episode up? About, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Any final Mexico stories, boys? Uh, ones you can lay on. No, I did say I got kicked by a donkey. I lit 500 matches back to back days. I took dewormer medicine. You took dewormer. Ate wild pig medicine. Ate oh. wild pigs. Uh, I, so my grandpa would take me to um, feed the cattle with him because he had like 40 cows or something like that. Mm. And so he, every day he'd have to like ride his donkey out and then like take care of him. Take care of him. And then bring him back. To, take him from the watering hole to, like, back to where they were, right? I mean, that's what he did at the time. And he'd also just, like, he'd, like, wander off. Like, now looking back at it, and I was thinking about this story for today, he would just, like, take a different path to, like... The watering hole? Yeah, just to, like, you know, make time and to fuck around and, like, look for rabbits. And this was, like, he's not, like, catching anything or... He was just observing out enjoying life. Yeah. Just like while the missus is at home cleaning. Yeah. And I remember I was like with my older cousin and me and my grandpa. And you know, we're like just out on the hill and he's like showing us around. He's like, Yeah, you can see the town from here, blah blah blah. And I was wandering off and I just got lost in like two turns. Like I took one turn, took the next turn, I'm lost. And I looked around. You got lost a lot, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very easily. <laughs> I have hardcore just like, I just space out. and then, like, Wait, where the fuck am I? Dude, I lost Adriana at the store the other day. And she was like right next to me for like two seconds. And then I looked at the painting aisle and gone. then I was gone. Gone. Um, but I remember I was lost and I, I just remember seeing a hill of nothing. And I turned around and I just saw nothing. And I'm like. I started yelling at the top of my lungs like, Grandpa, I went through some unknown walkway. I don't know where I'm at. And I started yelling and screaming for probably like two minutes before they found me. And yeah. I just stayed in one single place crying. Oh, and then they like him and my cousin come out of a bush and they're like, where the fuck did you go? And I was probably just, smacked your head <laughs> just quickly. They're like, bang there. <laughs> Dude, that's so scary. You can easily have been gone. Just like. Just gone. Deep in the Mexican terrain too. Oh. Do I remember? Yeah, like everyone knows, you know. Like <laughs> Everyone knows what they say about deep in the Mexican terrain. What do they know? Wait, what do they say? It's like fucking Yellowstone on steroids, you know. Is it really? Dude, you haven't seen that documentary? No. On Amazon Prime? Is it the one with the, the brujas? Like the, the you witch? know, like the state park kids that go missing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they have a Mexico edition. Do they, they really? Me- what? No, they don't. <laughs> oh. I'm like, well, are you fucking with me? I love the Missing 401. <laughs> I got so pumped. I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. I want to get dive into this. Dude, it's scary as fuck. Uh-huh. I literally turn and you just see a hill of yeah. nothing. Like tr- wild. Like just prairie, right? Just yeah. Like just prairie. Wild lands. Just like 
you're like, dude, I'm gonna fucking die out here. I took a shit in the woods too. That yeah. that wasn't fun. Did Did you guys grandpas or grandpa like uh, like your elders ever tell you stories of like? Don't do this because the devil's going to pop up. All the time. Like, Fucking like Catholics are always using that shit. Diablo? Catholics like, are yeah. always using that shit. Hey, look, no, do, you, do you got believe, any final Mexican, uh, Mexico stories? Any? Uh, not, uh, no, not really. But I had a friend that he was Mexican parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, uh, Caesar. You remember? You, we all know yeah, yeah, Caesar. Yeah. I don't know if you have. Uh, but he was born and uh, his parents were superstitious. He was born as we all are? No, yeah. He, his parents are very superstitious. But something he happened at his birth. He was born superstitious parents. Uh, and they like oh, dude, cracked I, an egg over him. Remember oh, on Olympia. I've had, I've had a way well done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, shit like that, right? Yeah. And it's just like that deep root. Okay, for the listeners that don't know what we're talking about. Essentially, if something happens where like it's, you're you get essentially spooked. yeah, you're like, oh shit! This it's like some Santeria. It's like the Mexican version of Santeria. Uh huh. Something happens, you're like, oh, that baby's not supposed to be doing that, right? And you're like, go crack an egg over its head. No, you don't crack an egg over their head. Oh, you you, uh, you rub the egg entirely, uh-huh. but it's got to be room temperature. Yeah. Yeah, yes. everyone knows it has to be room temperature. Can't so be you leave, yeah, you leave the egg. Yeah, the evil spirit doesn't like a cold egg. I just thought you just get bukkake with egg, egg yolk. And like, <laughs> they're just like smashing <laughs> fucking eggs on babies' faces. No, that's not what's happening. How do you think they get their soft skin? A <laughs> nice just olive, runny, olive oil, runny egg. No, Fuck. it's got to be a room temperature egg. Hmm. And uh, yeah, they like they whisper the whole time as they're rubbing the egg against you. And then the idea is once they crack it, like the all the bad shit goes away with it. Yeah. Or they should be able to read. They should read the egg yolk, and then be like, "Oh, but it's just somebody making shit up." Dude, speaking of shit like that, you want to do that to me, Phil? I'll let you do that. I'll do let- we, oh, the next episode, we'll use the same eggs to cook. Bom, 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 bom. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. With More content coming up. You have like a little devil coming out. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be some spicy ass eggs. Dude, last Saturday, um, I went to Maxwell. I, you know how I told you Oh, yeah, you, you had guys. a reading done. Yeah, yeah. There oh, was the like mentalist? a mentalist, dude. Yeah. Like some Chris Angel uh, motherfucker. Yeah. Mind freak? Yeah, yeah. It, w- it was pretty fucking dope. Like, one of the more impressive tricks I remember him doing. Uh, it's probably some just invisible ink shit, but like, whatever. It was a good presentation. Was him drawing, like, he had Alo just draw a random shape. Stick mm-hmm. figure, you know, something simple-ish. And then had her show us, but just face that bitch down. And then he just wrote the same thing on a blank card under a napkin. And it was almost like the almost like a photocopy, right? Like it was just like a simple happy face. But I told her, like, I'm the one that was like, hey, draw a smiley face. Yeah. And like the motherfucker still got it. Like it was just a lot of like lines like that. You know, it's probably tricks. But whatever. It it was still. It was still fun. Fun as fuck. It was fun. But as far as like the Mexico stories, one that I wanted to end on that I thought like you guys might appreciate. Bring it home. When I first arrived to Mexico on my last trip when I was 15, um, like my first night there, I, m- I meet Fernando, right, as like two young teenage boys. And he's taking me out to like a club at like 17. I don't understand. But like, You're like, it yeah. happened, right? Discoteca. It happened, right? Yeah, and and we got into like three fucking fights in one night of me being there, and it was stupid, but it was great and it was fun, and we paid off like two police officers because our music was too loud, and for not, he he would just they asked us why are you guys so shaken up, and he dude my cousin's like there's some guy back there talking a little shit you know how it is, 
He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how it is. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what. That's basically all that happened. And then the guy, and then my cousin was like, yo, I mean, if you, you know, like treat us pretty good, you know, like next time I see you, I'll like pay you for the tacos. Shit, you're not. That's essentially. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. And the guy's like, all right, bet. But I, I'm, I'm gonna come up to you when I see you. Yeah. And then he did come up to us when he saw us at the liquor store. <laughs> he saw us. You want tacos? And he's not. He's he's shaking you down, dude. You know, oh. like he's like, yo, what is it? I, I I look the other way. Like, give me some money. You know. Yeah. Like, but that shit happened. We, yeah, we we got stopped by two cops within like 20 minutes. Uh, all because the music was too loud. The music was too loud the second time as well. And uh, yeah, like th- he was just kind of like smooth talk them. And, and he did stop us. <laughs> yeah. The motherfucker saw us at the liquor store. He's and like, he's- I know you got money for me then. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got a little something for me. Damn, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like we got our ass kicked early on, but hey. And then shaken down. Yeah. And then we got shaken down later. Hell of a night. Hell of a night. Hell of Worth a night. it? Worth it, definitely worth it. And, and and for all viewers out there, if you're looking for a good time, take a trip south of the border. Yeah, take a trip. Take a trip or two. Bring some cash for the people and for the police enforcers. <laughs> 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 and with that being said, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you all next week. All right. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Bro Taste This. I am your legendary co-host, Juan Legend. With me today, we have a little bit of a spinoff to an episode we have going on. Joining me, we're going to have my fiance, Alondra Castaneda. Hi, everyone. But not for too long. That's going to (laughs) change. All right. Um, So we wanted to tune in, having just come back from our trip in Mexico. Um, having had a really good time over there and basically answer a few questions that the boys had pose, posed to us, uh, both me and Alo. Um, and so we'll, we'll basically get right to it. Uh, Phil wanted to know, because uh, before we went to Mexico, Phil had advised me that while he was over there, um, he had taken some dewormer medication. And, uh, well, I'm not going to be too graphic, but I'll let you connect the dots there for anybody else. Um, and, and he just told me that it was definitely worthy of, of taking and that I should definitely try it um, because uh, you'll, you'll discover some unwanted discoveries. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what, what did you think about that, Ala? Why didn't we take it? Because I, I did mention it. but we, No, you never mentioned it to me. I, I thought I did. No, you didn't. You mm-hmm. literally never mentioned it to me because I would have brought it up that um, my boss wanted to try it last year because she saw it on TikTok. But she didn't end up doing it because like the videos were actually really graphic. But Jesus. you never but you so never look that shit up on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, so look it up. If if you're intrigued, go look it up on TikTok. All right, yeah. Um I, I, I didn't bring it up because I totally forgot to be honest. Like uh-huh. it it wasn't any other reason than I forgot because I noticed medications down there are stupid cheap and like very affordable. So if I if I would have remembered, I probably would have taken it. Yeah, because we did go to a couple pharmacies too. Um, yeah. It just seemed like they just handed medication like nothing. Yeah, yeah, they gave it out pretty pretty easily. Um, but I guess another uh, question that we had from one of the boys, from Luis, 
he wanted to know whether we stood out at all being from the States, in your opinion. Um, I think at times we did. I think it was more when we went into, like, the center of Guanajuato that um, all the tourist, like, guides or whatever that are trying to sell you, like, these tour guides, like, always pointed us out. Yeah, that's true. They could, like, they would call us, like, huetos or, like... They would see us with the backpacks and zone in on us like flies, you know, like. Yeah. And like we did have like an incident, I think like two days before we were leaving where um, we were out at a market with his aunt and we stopped by this one um, place where they were selling um, chicharron. Um, and the guy right away looked at Juan and was just like, you're from the United States, aren't you? Um, so there, there was moments where like, we knew we stood out. Yeah. We, we, you know, you stand out, but honestly it's, it's, there's these subtleties that even you yourself can't explain that people just kind of lay, lay their finger on you and they know you're not from around here. Um, but I mean, yeah, we definitely stood out. Yeah. A hundred percent, Luis. Another, another question from Luis. He wanted to know how Mexico treated us. Um, I think it treated us great. Uh, Juan's family is very very welcoming very nice um there are they are a little pushy on certain things but um they're honest it was great it was definitely a lot of fun um very eye-opening um all the food was great uh all the adventures we went on the clubs out there are way more fun than they are here um and the nightlife is just great like you can just be out there at night and, like, not have to worry that you have to drive yourself back home after drinking. Um, they also drink an excessively amount of beer out there. <laughs> um, so that was very new to me. Um, but, no, I, I honestly loved Mexico. And, I mean, we're already planning a trip to go back in December. So uh, Mexico treated us very well, I would say. Yeah, that's a great, great way to surmise that. Although, like, wow, I'll just go ahead and put a cherry on top of that and say, a hundred percent. I was really impressed by like the customer service everywhere. Everyone was just so kind. Like the kids were so like, like cute and cheery all the time, you know, just like yeah. running around playing all the time. And they're so like these little kids are so smart out there. Like I think the oldest cousin that Juan has out there has to be 10, which is a girl. And then the youngest one, well, is going to be born next month. But like in between the ages of like three to five or three to six like those kids are so bright very smart you don't see them on any like cell like cell phone or anything like that they're like juan played canicas with them um which is like this marble game um and then you know they just lived off dirt like they would every time we had a gathering they would show up and very well dressed showered everything and by the end of the night they had dirt everywhere they had candy stains like <laughs> like it was insane but they were having the time of their life and i think that that's something that nowadays you don't see over here anymore. it was very adorable and i think that's part of the reason why they were so bright and they could hold a conversation with with like adults you know yeah and like they would eat everything like over here you know we can be picky we can say no to this no to that over there they're like this is what there is sit down and eat so you had these kids eating beans chorizo tortillas quesadillas like and asking for more yeah they, and it's like, like the kids over there loved beans like, and like they love to put like salsa on their stuff and it's like damn like i'm <laughs> i'm 26 and i don't like salsa that as much and i got a five-year-old over here eating it like it's nothing no no i mean that was awesome as well um that was an incredible part of, of that trip but let's move on to another question from phil 
he was talking about, he wanted to know whether this is the right climate to travel. I think we can answer that from two different angles. Warm, like weather-wise, I thought it was beautiful over there. Like maybe a, a tad bit warm, but I mean, we were carrying around heavy backpacks and like shit like that. So like, yeah, uh, it can get really hot really fast. Um, but I still enjoyed the shit out of it. I didn't think it was too hot. I didn't like burn up in the sun or anything like that. Uh, how about you? Uh, how'd you find the weather? I thought the weather was great. Um, there were days, obviously, that it was really hot, but it would get chilly at night. Like, Oh, yeah. It definitely got chilly at night, and that's kind of why you had to carry the backpack, because you would c carry a sweater in there. Yeah. So, like, I thought I thought the weather was great. It was perfect when it needed to be perfect. Um, and like I said, we carried a sweater at night. Um, so, no. And everyone over there, like, they're not dressing super summery right now. Like, everyone is wearing jeans and, like, T-shirts or, like, tank tops. But, like, everyone always ends up with a sweater by the end of the night. That's so, right. So, I think the climate was great. It was perfect. Um, just because, like, over there, there is an AC. So, like, since the homes are made out of, like, concrete. And um, bricks. And bricks and stuff. Like, it does keep in, like, the heat. So, like, there's just, there's no AC. So, there's yeah. no... Cold. It keeps in the heat from, like, the, the day, basically. Yeah. It's like a heat bank. Um, and wh while, like, make taking it a while to cool up. So it's kind of a good, it's a good material for what they, the sort of climate they got going on over there. Mm -hmm. But, no, I thought it was a great climate. Um, there was also nothing crazy that happened to us, as yeah. in, like, dangerous-wise. The next, the, the next angle we wanted to answer, crime-wise, how did we feel about that? Honestly, there wasn't anything. I mean, there was one incident the day of the um, fair over there um, where Juan's dad is from. That's right, yep. It's uh, uh, a little, uh, I guess, what they call Colonia over there, like neighborhood, yeah. uh, called La Loma or San Jose de la Presa in uh, near um, uh, San Pancho. Or San Francisco del Rincón. A lot of saints, guys. Yeah. A lot of saints. Catholicism <laughs> is strong here. Uh, anyways, um, if you if you're still made it past that, uh, we were having a little co like block party, right? Yeah. And and now Allah um, will fill so you yeah, in on how we that were, went. You know, we were standing there. Um, Juan's aunt wanted um, this little like you could call it like snack. Um, yeah. Un bocadillo, yeah, like, like a, a like, snack. Mm -hmm, like a little snack. It was like fries. Um, they love to put hot dog slices on stuff. Yeah. But anyways, um, so we were waiting there, and all of a sudden we hear we hear fighting, and his uncle, who is from here in the U.S., tells us we should get going. There's a fight going on. But, you know, we kind of still stuck around, and then you hear bottles start being thrown, and they sound like gunshots, and then you just hear someone say, he just stole the guy who was selling roses. Like, they stole his knife. So after that, his uncle, like, pushed me and was like, run. And, like, Juan's trying to stop his aunt, but his aunt wants her freaking fries. Dude, like, my aunt was 10 feet away, <laughs> and she was unfazed. And she's like, wait, wait, I need my change my fries. Like, no, like... Let's get going. These guys just turned this into a knife fight, you know? You never know. They were throwing bottles. You could lose an eye. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, yeah, and but... she was totally unfazed. Like, <laughs> even then, she ended up going back right to the same stand and the same lady and getting some fries. It was just... It, it, was it like, didn't even shake yeah. her. <laughs> but other than that, I think that's the only thing that happened. I mean, I ran for my life with one of Juan's younger cousins um but yeah i thought it was hilarious because when we got back nobody was phased except for the people from the u.s everybody else was just like 
well, I didn't get my fries. <laughs> like, or it, there was just the kids being kids or, you know, those troublemakers. It's the same yeah. ones. Um, but it was crazy because we ended up finding out that one of the people who was throwing bottles was one of Juan's cousins. He wasn't throwing them. He was like in the cer- semi-circle, like ready to throw down. And thankfully he didn't have to. But yeah, we were all very upset at him. And we're all <laughs> fucking definitely be pissed off with him. <laughs> uh but yeah so that's how how the climate was both uh, i guess you could say weather-wise and um with a little bit of a little bit of crime over there uh, i guess one thing i did want to bring up that uh crime wise that we heard while we were over there was about this gentleman uh with me Mich- that uh was drinking micheladas at like a little local spot and he was kind of hogging the music or something like that and uh that's not how the story went. All right. Well, uh, how did the story go? It went. It was the other way around. The three guys went in to drink micheladas. They were playing music. The one guy was on the sideline drinking his own like thing, and he wasn't liking the music that the three guys were putting, and kept telling the guys to turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And the guys are like, "No, like we're listening to music, like we're enjoying our time." Um, and the guys like change the music, change the music. So then I guess like finally the three guys did change the music, but then the one sideline guy went out to his car, grabbed his gun, and shot all three of them. And I think this happened like like two um, weeks before two we weeks got there. Before we got there. Yeah. So like in that story, you just kept hearing like we heard that story like five, ten times. times it was uh-huh. a lot. Like, like yeah. a, it kind of shook a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No, it really did. It was it was crazy. Yeah, and because they said that they were like normal, like just like good meaning, well meaning kids that they did that to, and like this dude was just like a a dude who snapped, you know. But yeah, moving on, uh, another one of Luis's questions: What's been a low light so far while we were over there, or a highlight? Either or. Yeah. Let's see. For me, I would say the highlight was like I feel extremely lucky that I have um, the amount of cousins, aunts, uncles that I do that like that receive me the way that they did. Like Alo mentioned to me, like that you know, like how that that isn't something that a lot of people have. That isn't something everybody has. Like that you should feel lucky to have have something like that, you know, and. And I I definitely do. And now I feel like almost guilty that I hadn't uh, made the time to go out there and visit them a lot more frequently. Um, So, yeah, I I definitely feel like that that's a shitty like aspect or low light because it's bittersweet. It's a bittersweet feeling like I should have been visiting them more. But also, like, I feel extremely lucky to have all of them now. And I'm going forward. I do plan on visiting them a lot more. How about yourself, Alo? Do you have a highlight or a low light? Um, I think the highlight was um, kind of like Juan said. Uh, his family was very united. Like they literally get together like every weekend, and they don't need to be inviting anyone because like they're literally a party of like thirty alone. Yeah. Um, with all the amount of kids that are over there. Um, but I come from a very united family, and I come from a family that does a lot of gatherings. So like. That was honestly the highlight because it was all the girls were cooking. Everybody was in the kitchen. Um, I got to make um, sopes with his abuelito. 
Um, I got to make tortillas with his abuelito. You know, I got to hear his story and like, I don't have my grandparents. So getting to see that was honestly probably the highlight was the life of what it was like to be in Mexico. And, um, the, you know, they didn't complain ever about money. Um, and you could see they were struggling. There was times where we heard certain comments where to us, it wasn't that much money over here, but to them, like it's months, months of, of saving, of saving and planning to be able to get to where they're at. Um, so I, uh, like I said, I think that was honestly like the highlight, um, the low light, I honestly, I don't really, I'd, there's not a lot of lo strong low lights that pop out no. like, for me or I, you, it sounds like you're struggling to come up with one as well. Yeah. I mean, I, can, I mean, I guess if we're talking about like something like that happened there, that was like super like, Oh God, you know, yeah. I think was the cockroaches. Oh um, yeah. They were like insanely huge and. And they snuck into places you don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's exactly. just, let's just say that. Like his brother was saying. Not everywhere, but no, in no, certain not, homes. Yeah. In certain homes it happened. Um, But where we were staying at, like two of them appeared. It wasn't the end of the world. Like I didn't freak out or anything. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was funny because his brother was just like, I would have had whatever excuse it was to get myself out of that house. <laughs> um, but other than that, there honestly was zero low light. Like you're walking down the streets with like a thousand dogs from the street. And like they're minding their own business. You're minding your own business. Um, so the life out there is just, I, it was great. I don't have anything to say that yeah. was like bad, bad about Juan's family. I mean, everyone treated me with very high respect. And I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, overall, as far as like questions from the boys, um, that basically wraps it up. Um, it's been a totally eye-opening experience for us, it, you know, seeing like at the end what I was talking about, how we had cousins over there who, you know, like one of my younger female cousins hustles like, like a motherfucker. Like she wakes up every day um, from Monday through Saturday um, and goes to school or college in the a.m., uh, works the midday shift and then still goes to the gym to the gym at the like after that so like she's she was like inspiring to me you know like it like yeah. reinvigorated me to like see that shit um and she was doing that th monday through saturday so like uh and hearing comments from people like her and other people who talk about how like they have to save up for months to like afford going out to like uh what we would consider a nice-ish meal like it was just that was that was pretty eye opening. Um, it was eye opening to see like how that they they would like kind of hold back on um, like not doing certain repairs to the house that like are probably pretty vital like in the long run. Like th there was a lot of a lot of different stuff like that that we saw. Um, but overall, that definitely that wraps it up for the boys. Um, I wanted to bring up one thing that was kind of independent from some of the questions. Uh, I was extremely impressed by the city of Guanajuato. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, it felt like I was visiting, like, a Mexican Paris. Yeah. Like, like it was incredible. Like, the architecture, like, the churches, um, like, the way that the neighborhoods are painted, these, like, beautiful color arrangements, almost like it was planned out. Um, like, going through the uh, Diego Rivera Museum, like, and seeing that masterpiece that he yeah. painted at age 11, if anybody can look it up, it's called the Classical Head. It's in, uh, a Mexican painter named Diego Rivera, uh, the husband or once for uh, husband to Frida Kahlo, 
uh, painted it at age 11, and we were just, like, shook. It was, it, it looked like an angel painted it. Like, I mean, their university out there that apparently only has, like, people who are studying law, it looks like a freaking church. Like, yeah, the most like, beautiful building I have ever seen. And I was like, damn, like, I want to go to school yeah, here. Yeah, it, it, it's like such this, an impressive, yes, worldly the city. the the colors. Like I said, everyone was so friendly. The vibe was really nice out there. You um, could walk till, you could walk through any of those like super like five feet wide streets till like twelve to I don't know six in the morning. It would yeah. it would not matter. Like and you like would feel safe. Yeah, and like the money we took from here, like we were like kings over there. Seriously, like, we were ballers. Seriously, like <laughs> it it it. it, it it kind of makes you feel like you're living like a Paris, London, like yeah. San Francisco, New York lifestyle. And like Guanajuato has gotten themselves so updated that you can find like food from France or Italian, um, all different kinds of like cuisines and mm -hmm. styles. Yeah. And it's like a lot cheaper than it would be over yeah. here. Um, so it, it, it was intriguing. I, um, I definitely enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, and I'm very excited to go back. Um, it was really neat, though, because the third, no, it was the second night, um, Juan decided to make mixed drinks for his family, you know, because, like, he told them that he was a bartender. Um, and like I said, they were just drinking beer. That's all they do is drink beer. Um, and then one night we decided to go out and we're like, let's make the mixed drinks. Um, Juan made mojitos. He made cranberry vodkas. Um, and then we bought, like, you know, like the humix mango juice, um, just to make different kinds of drinks. And that night, um, it was funny because like they could all see that Juan hid the liquor so well. And it was a significant, I mean, you guys would know, I mean, Luis, especially because Luis bartends, but, um, you guys are good at sneaking the liquor. Yeah. Um, and some of these ladies, you know, were taking, they would have three or four, they were having like three or four and like asking for more, um, and loving it. And the next day, uh, we did end up getting one of them a little bit too drunk. Um, but it was funny because she happens to be Juan's cousin's wife who lives over here. And he, like, straight up told him, was like, well, yeah, like, when they drink, they drink a lot harder than just, like, simple beer. <laughs> so I thought that was, that honestly, I forgot about that. But that was also a highlight where it was just, like, hilarious because his brother, him, and myself, we were drinking them. And it, like... Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And we drank like four, woke up the next day, and they were amazed. Feeling like a doctor the next day. They were amazed at how, how much we could handle as in we went throughout, you know, the weeks because like it, we were going to bed so late and waking up so early. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we, we made the, the most out of each day. We would wake up early as fuck. We would pay for it, not going to lie. Yeah. And we would like have to treat our bodies like a fine-tuned athlete. And by that, I mean drink a shit ton of water, a shit ton of coffee, and a migraine pill. Um, but, hey, we it, it we made a shit ton of memories with it. And uh, I would repeat that formula in a lot of different yes. trips if and, I had to. And, like, the greatest thing we're taking with us is we get to go back and baptize a little girl that yes. we, like, we fell in love with since the day we showed up. So that was honestly the greatest thing ever was like to be able to take yeah, that we were back. honored with that like mm -hmm. with that privilege of like being her godparents um which and we're gonna get to baptize our future uh, goddaughter denise or hannah denise mm -hmm. um and she's just like 
the most adorable, smart one of these little kids that we were telling you guys about. But uh, I guess thank you for joining us, guys. That's about going to wrap it up for our trip in Mexico. It was a great time. If you guys ever get the chance, definitely visit the city of GTO, GTO. It was a beautiful and eye-opening experience and multiple different angles. Yeah, thank you very much.